Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Ghosted, which is a 2023 film on Apple TV+. I am your host, Matthew, and we're going to start off spoiler-free. Um, we're going to have like a light spoiler section. This isn't sort of like the deepest thing to sort of break down or whatever, but um, there's, there's a couple of bits and pieces I can talk about in the spoiler section. But we'll stick spoiler-free for now. Uh, let's go to our rating system. Um, we've got strong, must see, must see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and hard skip. I'm going to give this a don't skip, and a, I don't really, I don't usually do something point something, but I can't decide between a 7 and an 8, so I am going to go with a 7.5. Um, I think this film's a good time. Um, it's... Okay, its biggest problem is that it's too long. Now, it says it's two hours, and the credits start coming up at about an hour 50. Um, it is a bit too long. The pacing of events in this film is actually relatively even. But I still think there's room to maybe chop 20 minutes off. 10 to 20 minutes, give or, give or take. Um... It's a little bit silly at points, this film, but it makes up for it in other areas. I, I had a very kind of like mixed time watching this film, um, where it was kind of that, that there were stretches of scenes where I sort of like wasn't getting into things, but then there's other scenes I thought were like really, really fun, some really great set pieces, some like curious character development as well um now the thing is with a film like this is that this is basically a fun spy thriller and this this isn't like a, a deep thing like jack ryan or 24 or homeland this isn't like that the two films i was thinking of to compare this to now context and story is a little bit different are films like mr and mrs and the spy who dumped me if i was to name films that are similar to this it would be though. So still in that sort of spy thriller genre, but not like a deep, you know, like the shows I just mentioned. It's not like that. This isn't really dealing with, you know, bomb threats and terrorists. And I mean, you know, there's the the bad guys in this film, but not in the same vein as something like a 24 where it's like, OK, they're really serious enemy sort of characters because this is supposed to be more fun. I did have fun with it. At enough points to say it's a fun film. I didn't have fun with it the whole way through. Um, you're here really to see Anna Diarmas and Chris Evans, you know, have their back and forth and go through the motions of what they're going through. Uh, the action set pieces are kind of mindless fun. Um, there is some good sequences put together with that though, where there's like music and there's some slowdown stuff, so those I thought were quite good. The film didn't quite do those enough, but there's about, I'd say there's about three to four of those. Um, because there's points where like, um, characters will start fighting, you'll get a bit of slow-mo, and then you'll get a fun song that kind of kicks on, and then the slow-mo will stop, but the song will keep going, and the fighting and the action will keep going. So it does that a few times. I could have maybe done with one or two more of those, but I don't know where you would put them necessarily. But then also, if you 
there's just there's a few scenes in this that take a little bit too long to get through and kind of there's a few repeated things which are attempts at comedy which sort of work but not all the time that that those are some of the stretches of the film where i thought okay can we kind of like you know get the gears moving again you know do i mean but um because it is kind of evenly paced but it's just too long like the the pacing of the film stretches itself out because it's still relatively evenly paced but the content of what's in the film makes it last too long because there's stretches of things that that happen but the ebb and sort of flow of the pacing is evened out a little bit when things pick up a bit more so it is a bit sort of picks up slows down a bit picks up slows down a bit but it's it's roughly kind of even on that level but it's just too long it's just about 20 minutes too long um also, I didn't expect to quite be saying this as well. If you're a fan of uh, Marvel or the MCU or a couple of little Marvel Easter eggs, which you probably weren't expecting to hear me say on a film that has nothing to do with Marvel, um, I'm not. I, I was going to say who was in this film, but I'm not going to. There's a few actors that pop up that have been in Marvel films, both. MCU proper films and films that are now going to be considered MCU films but aren't currently. Do with that information what you will. Um, but there's actors, basically there's actors that pop up in this film that have been in Marvel films that at the time weren't MCU films but will be soon. And also, um, well, should be, would be soon, depends on how exactly that goes. And also actors that have fully been in MCU, MCU films. Obviously, you've got Chris Evans, who's Captain America. Um, but you've got some others that pop up. And I won't spoil who those are. That's not like story spoilers. That's just sort of cameo surprise spoilers. And you'll be like, oh, I recognise that person and that person and that person. So uh, I thought that was a nice little touch. There's also a kind of funny... Right, how do I, how do I describe this? With some of those MCU actors an MCU Marvel adjacent, let's call it that, there's a sequence in this film that is deliberately repetitive at an attempt at a joke, and the joke at first, there's like a running gag that goes through a scene. Um, And at first I thought, oh, this is kind of like, kind of a bit silly, and then it, so somehow, like it, it kept going a bit longer, and it got slightly funnier as it went on. So I thought that was that was quite good. That worked relatively well. Um, in terms of anything else, though, um, I still enjoyed it. It's still a film that, if you were to say to me flat out, okay, did did you have a good time? Did you like the film? Yes, but not all of it. But in an overall general sense, I liked it. I like the people that are in this film. Um, it's 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 an interesting mix and flavor of comedy because there's some stuff that sort of and it depends on how you feel about comedy in 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 films or in I guess entertainment in general because this isn't going to work for everybody obviously everybody's got their different flavor of things that they like and whatever but um yeah I thought it was I thought it was an interesting good time um and in terms of that vein of sort of 
you know, this film which is Ghosted, Spy Who Dumped Me, Mr. and Mrs. I'd be up for more of them. I'd be up for more of them. Because usually what you do in those sorts of films is let's get two very recognisable actors. Obviously in, in Mr. and Mrs. you've got, was it Brad, is it Brad Pitt? No, not Brad Pitt. Whoever, I can't remember who it was. Uh, and Angelina Jolie. And um, obviously in Spy Who Dumped Me, uh, you've got Mila Kunis and you've got Kate McKinnon. And here you've got... Um, uh, Chris Evans and Anna Diarmas. Just want to look up what's uh, uh, Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's it. Um, who the actor in it was? Brad Bird. I was. Oh no, not Brad Bird. That's the director of uh, Incredibles. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I knew it was Brad something. Um, Interesting kind of theme I've just noticed here. So on Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 2005, that that makes me feel a bit older. Um, you've got some low ratings here. You've got 6.5 IMDb, 59 Rotten Tomatoes, and 4.5 Amazon. Sorry, 4.5 out of 5 Amazon. So average ratings. For this ghosted film, uh, you got 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 28% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, which is really really small. Uh, really, really uh, low, rather. Um, and 35% on Metacritic. But I would give it a 7.5. Uh, that's, what, that's what I would give it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a relatively good fun time. With some slowdown, with some silly stuff. That There is things that don't work in this. And I think if you if you clean a bit of that up. Um, and not necessarily make it funnier. But make the funny moments closer to each other. Because then you take out the sort of longer scenes in between those so you could do that um like the two actors i like other people that show up in this film one of the things that kind of really was 50 50 for me there's this i won't really get into spoilers here there's an ongoing joke throughout the film of someone being referred to as the tax man and the character who's referred to as the tax man is confused throughout the entire film as to why and they are asked for a code by other characters and say, hey, you're the tax man, we want the code. It's like one of the ongoing things through the film. I thought that got a little bit silly. And then it sort of resolved itself later. And then was no longer a problem. But it kind of... I, I, I wasn't like annoyed by it and it wasn't like good either. Um... But it was it, it was a strange way to put it in the film, the way that it's done, uh, which I won't really get into because of spoilers. Um, so there was that as well. The other thing in this film, which I didn't really quite what didn't really sort of click with, is okay. You go into a film like this, you're not really expecting deep characters, deep stories, like intricately written scenes. You're expecting a good film, but not something that's like, you know, a masterpiece or whatever. Um, the opening film of this scene, I, I won't like, I won't go into details on it, but I'll I'll give a general context. The opening film of this um, opening scene of this film attempts to give one of the characters a bit of something to their character. It then later gets I was going to describe it as written off, but that's not really the right way to describe it. Gets sort of flipped on its head a little bit, and is still an important factor to that character very important factor to that character but in a completely different 
context and doesn't really sort of match up that well with the beginning scene so it's, it's little things like that where they attempt certain things in this film that don't quite land but you might think that they do land better than what i think that um but none of the the important thing is none none of them things really get in the way of the entertainment of this film um because there, there's there's points in this film where they try to explain certain things and i was like right okay um sure i'll i'll sort of like i'll 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 take it do you know what i mean um not as if not not in a way of kind of oh you explained that you explained it really badly now it doesn't make sense it kind of makes sense and it's kind of passable um and it's in, it's in those kind of scenes where like okay if you just cut them down a little bit and just sort of get get through them a little bit quicker it would have like cleaned up this film a bit so um but overall a good time um but again this this is a film where like okay i i'm trying not i'm trying not to deeply critique this film i'm i'm trying to just review it on a base level and then just tell you okay did i like it did i not what worked what didn't instead of really delving into because I did I didn't know how deep this film was going to be and obviously I'm thinking like while I'm watching something I'm thinking okay how much of a spoiler section do I do and okay I could sit there for 20 minutes and like try to take every single like story aspect but this film will be worse if you do that because it's not really designed that way it's designed what what this film's kind of designed to do is like okay we'll have a thing that these characters are doing which will take them from point a to point b and we'll try to have fun along the way while watching lots of not not just the main two but while watching lots of really good actors bounce off each other quite well also in terms of bouncing off of each other because uh, obviously you've got you know you've got your two main leads and they're going to have scenes together and dialogue and how, how well's the chemistry going to be and all that sort of stuff Although the scenes with the two of them, Anna and, and, and Chris, are very good. Um, I think this film works better when there's the two of them talking to each other. But with other characters interjecting, or injecting rather, um, in their scenes. Like when there's a third party involved. And because um, there's, there's, there's the ongoing jokes throughout the film. like, oh you two should get a room kind of thing because of you know sexual tension and all, all that type of stuff so that was interesting um but you get a bit of a mix of both a mix of the two of them just together in in scenes and a mixture of uh the two of them but with other characters so yeah i i liked it overall i give it a 7.5 i don't often do something point something for a score but that's what i'm going to land on do with that what you will uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. Um, I will say, in terms of Apple TV Plus, I've now watched four films on there. I watched the Tom Hanks War film, which was good. I watched Cherry, which was very bad. I watched, um, I think it was Coda, which was really, really, really good. That's uh, probably the best film on there. I've watched um, this, which I, th- I thought was just you know base level good. So a bit of a mixed bag for their films. Um, and I found like like Netflix is a bit like that as well. Um, Amazon's a bit like that sometimes as well. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something going on with like these streaming services, these streamers, and the way they put films together. I don't know. It's it's. I find across streaming, it's very hit and miss in terms of how good certain films are. But I will maintain it again because um, I'm still watching certain Apple shows. They are, I think, the best streaming service at the moment in terms of TV. Because li- literally every every single show I've seen on Apple TV Plus, I've liked them to different degrees. I've not seen a bad TV show on Apple TV Plus, and that is the only streamer I can say that for. Um, I, I I can't even say that about HBO because they've had certain series, o- only a couple, but a few seasons of HBO which have not been great. But obviously with HBO, when they you know when they come out with a masterpiece they really really do they do you just get the occasional show that isn't uh isn't very good anyway that's my uh spoiler free stuff for um ghosted uh if you want to stick around for the spoiler section i'll try and make it short and sweet because there's a, there's a couple of things to mention but not like you know anything to there's not anything to sort of break down per se so uh take a break come back and talk about that Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K-U-K, to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk e-t-a-l-k-u-k you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show 
or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Right, let's get into some spoilers if you uh, don't mind being spoiled on this film or if you've already seen this film or however you're approaching this film. I'm going to go into spoilers now. Again, not the deepest thing to sort of break down. Um, so t- take that for what you will. I-, I know that there are people out there who kind of... They'll-, they'll listen to a spoiler section for something to sort of gauge deeper... Not deeper knowledge, but a deeper understanding of what's going on in the film. Um because they'll they'll get like a vague scene described to them and they'll they'll want to know more in terms of uh whether they should watch the film. Anyway, um spoiler section, pause it, switch it off if you ain't seen the film. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. I still recommend you to watch it. Um I've already said all the other bits and pieces. Um so yeah, d- just like a couple of things to mention. So the scene I was talking about earlier with she's on a phone um what's the actual character's name? Um, Sadie is on the phone to, um, I think her therapist and is talking about, oh, you know, don't make any big moves or life changes or things like that. Um, because of somebody that's recently died, uh, passed away in her life. Turns out she actually killed this person. So that changes the, it doesn't write it off, but it writes off the emotional kind of same thing because when they're doing that scene earlier in the film you're thinking oh like that's somebody that she sort of like tragically lost or something but no she actually killed them for her own reasons um but it it, i appreciated it as like an early attempt to have like the character have something going on so that was it, it was interesting it just the change later on was a curious one so there's that um, there's a scene in this that I, like, it didn't ultimately matter, it was a red shirt character. So they go back into the cave where um, Cole, which is Chris Evans' character, um, the, the one where he gets, you know, unblindfolded. How would you, uh, he gets the, he gets the, you know, he's in the chair, that sort of thing. Um, and the bad guys show up later, obviously once Sandy and Cole have gone. And there's a guy who's sitting on the side. And there's all these, like, you know, containers of animals. There's, like, these glass containers where you can see animals in there. And this guy's like, okay, he's wounded, he's on the floor, right? And the other guy, I don't remember any of these people's characters' names. Um, The other guy says, oh, he doesn't know anything. I thought, oh, they're just going to leave him there then. Although he would know something because he's in the... He's in the... um, But anyway, never mind. Um, And then he goes to pull these, like spiders onto him and he just sits there and kind of lets the whole thing happen and they don't show all of it but you can take a guess as to what happened but he didn't try to like kick the guy or like he just sat there and let it happen and I was like I get that you're wounded and you're injured and you might not feel like you're able to move but can you do anything to, to to prevent this, maybe he felt like too weak to move at all. I mean, I don't know how bad his injuries particularly were. He had like a few gunshots to the chest. But I was like, okay, you could or, or should possibly try to try to move. I don't know, but that was just what I was thinking. Um, so there's a couple of bits there. 
the whole taxman thing was it felt like it was supposed to be an ongoing joke throughout the film because the the twist was well it first gets like he gets unblindfolded he's in the chair and the guy's talking to Cole right and he's saying okay because what they want the whole film is okay you're the taxman you've got the code and of course Cole has no idea what this code is because he's a farmer but he gets sort of like fake profiled as the tax man. So they consistently believe that he's the tax man. But it's actually Sadie who's the tax man. Who's gotten him involved in this scenario. And even though he's consistently telling the, let's say the enemy characters in this film. I'm not the tax man, I'm just a farmer. I mean I get that from a villain point of view. You'd be like, oh yeah, sure, you're not you're not the one that we're looking for, sure. And we know that he isn't, but they insist that he is. Which I, I, I get that that makes sense, but it continuously comes up of like, oh, he's the tax man, he's got the code, and... Like, couldn't they tell that he clearly doesn't, or did they just consistently think throughout the whole film that he was just lying? Um, but it turns out that she was the tax man... I still don't know why the role was called the Taxman, unless it was like, I guess that's like a code name or, or something like that. Um, so there's that. But, yeah. So that was, I don't know, again, that was one of the things like, okay, this, this is going to be one of the functions that takes the characters from A to B, but don't don't put too much thought or focus into it. Which is what I'm trying not to do, because it was just a device that was put onto a character in the film so that other characters would ask that character for a code to move the plot forward. So it's just a it's just a thing that's in there. Um so that's fine. I suppose. <laughs> um but it was kinda like I don't know, it, it was the thing that pushed the characters forward, I suppose, because it was the main part of the plot. So there was that bit as well. Um what else is there to talk about? I thought there was something else to talk about in the spoiler section. Oh yeah, I guess I'll talk about the... Um, so you had... Uh, now that we're in the spoiler section... And if you don't want to be spoiled on the fun cameos... If you're still here... Um, if you at least don't want to find out who's in this film... Just from a fun cameo stand -up standpoint... Then this this is your warning for that. So we had... Um, Anthony Mackie... Sebastian Stan... Ryan Reynolds... Was there another Marvel actor? Obviously Chris Evans... Um, because Anna Diarmas isn't, she isn't part of anything, uh, DC Marvel yet. Although I would very much welcome her. Um, I'm sure there was, a, well, there was, there was one more. Like, Ryan Reynolds is very brief. All of the other ones, like Sebastian Stan, um, Anthony Mackie, and i sure there was one more Marvel actor. I can't remember who it was, though. Unless it was just two. Um, they're, they're in that sequence of, like, they're trying to take Sadie and Cole hostage, right, to get the code for, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm the best bounty hunter. I always see it coming. Bang, he's dead. And then, I, I, I'm the best bounty hunter. I always see it. They don't, they don't all say the same thing, obviously, do they? But it's like a similar thing. They, they, all, they all think that they're like the best of the best. Uh, and they all die in different ways. Um... And usually it was right after they'd said something like, oh, I, I I, always see it coming. I never get caught out. And then bang, they're dead. So that was uh, kind of fun. But um, I don't know. Was that kind of 
because Chris Evans is an exec, exec producer on this. It comes up at the at the end, and so is uh, Anna Diarmas. Um, I wonder if that was like, hey, can we kind of put like, um, yeah, one of the Marvel actors. Can we put like a couple Marvel people in this film just for like some fun little? Because their their characters didn't really amount to anything. They were just sort of fun appearances. And obviously got because the Marvel adjacent actor I was talking about was obviously Ryan Reynolds. Because although Deadpool three is going to be, I, I believe, an MCU film, the first two films are like not MCU proper, are they? So that's that's what I meant by that. But that was fun. That was that was cool to see them. Um, and it's like oh Sebastian Stan, no Anthony Mackie, no Ryan Reynolds. And I've I've become a very very big fan of Ryan Reynolds over the last couple of years. Lots of good films that he's done. So it was cool to see him. Um, he's the only one of them that didn't get killed, did he? Um, I thought they were going to do something there, because uh, he's in the scene with uh, Sadie, isn't he? I thought they were going to, like, have a stray bullet hit him or something, because the, all the, um, bullets that were flying around in that scene. So, um, there was that as well. Um, yeah, I think that's everything for the spoiler section. Uh, ultimately, they, they win the day, how that goes, you know, that they, they win the day and everything. And they end up as a couple. Um, so, cool. Good stuff. Um, there we go. Anyway, what were your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments? Uh, did you enjoy this film as much as I did? Did you enjoy seeing the little Marvel cameos and stuff? Uh, it was also the bit, wasn't there, where he's um, doing a fist fight with that guy. And he does like the Captain America, I can do this all day kind of stance. But from Captain America 1, where he's not got the uh, super serum and stuff. So that was a nice little call out to that. I thought he was going to say at one point, I can do this all day, but um, he didn't. So there was that. Uh, anyway, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, and there's information in the show notes. Let me know what you thought of this film. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? Did you think it was completely stupid? Did you have a better time with it than I did? Let me know what you think um, by using all those things. In the meantime, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms uh, for TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Take a look out for what we do over there for all those podcasts and things. Uh, let other people know about what we're doing as well and where they can find it by telling them or using social media. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, ad-free podcasts, review options. Take a look out for that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, Renault's cancellations, pickups, edits, film news, Geek Time Radio on Tuesdays and geektime.co.uk. Bex over on Twitch, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, for uh, retro chat, game and other streams for Bex over on Twitch. Me, eTalkUK, for my weekly FIFA streams between Wednesdays and, sorry, Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, if you missed the first three episodes or the game clips, you can find them on YouTube entertainment talk place thanks very much for listening and i'll catch you next time goodbye